This is Faster Forward from Northern Trust Asset Servicing, where we explore stories, insights, and lessons learned from leaders and innovators that are driving transformation across their industries. I'm Patrice Sikora, and joining me today is Clive Bellows, Head of Global Fund Services EMEA at Northern Trust. Clive will be discussing the digitization of the private equity market and the opportunities that lie ahead in the space as technology continues to evolve. Clive, thanks a lot for being with us today. I am very excited to learn more about this topic. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career journey so far. Thank you. So I've been at Northern Trust for 12 years, joined in 2011. And for me, I've always been involved in the funds industry, but it's been fascinating over the last four or five years to see the growth of the private capital markets and how Northern Trust and other asset services are reacting to that change in investor appetite. Well, talk to us about the current environment for private equity and how has it changed over the past five to 10 years? So as an asset servicer, Northern Trust has always had billions of assets that we administer in multiple domiciles. But in the last four or five years, the move towards real estate, infrastructure, private equity, private credit has been quite dramatic. And across every domicile that we work in, we're seeing 20% year-on-year growth in those asset classes. Hmm. What would you say is the technology right now in this space? Uh, Talk to me about that. So I think the technology is bluntly catching up. So whilst it was a relatively small part of our overall asset universe, I think as an industry, and Northern Trust was consistent with most other global providers, we were coping. But as we reflect on that 20% year-on-year growth, what was acceptable five years ago is no longer acceptable. So the use of email as a communication medium between administrators, GPs, and LPs just can't be allowed to continue. So that's where our focus has been. And as with all of our clients, there's no one size fits all solution here, but we are looking at different ways that we can work with our clients and their investors to move away from email and other less secure communication mediums. So has email been the major way that data has typically been exchanged lately? I would say certainly going back, yes, increasingly less so. Having said that, I still think we have a way to go as an industry to bring automation in the private capital space up to the levels that we see in the public space. And how do you see things changing with the introduction of the digital assets? So I think we need to be careful not to get too distracted on the digital asset topic. It's clearly something we need to be aware of, something we need to react to. But if I look at where the vast majority of our clients are going, it's in the traditional private equity, private credit, real estate space, not digital assets. All right. To provide an example of the use of digital assets in private equity, Northern Trust did pioneer the use of DLT, distributed ledger technology. It applied blockchain to the operational workflow for the management of the private equity fund data. The blockchain solution was then transferred, I understand, to Broadridge 
and they have added new capabilities. So can you tell us a bit more about that solution and your relationship with Broadridge? Sure. So first of all, we're very proud of the solution that we pioneered and have then transferred to Broadridge, who are an important relationship for us in terms of providing solutions to our clients. I think it's fair to say that the DLT service solution that we pioneered is still evolving and we probably don't have it operating at scale yet but I do think it's exciting in that it does demonstrate what you can achieve if you get the right regulator and then the right buy-in from your clients and their delegates to exchange data however I think it's important to note it's not as simple as Northern Trust turning something on you have to have multiple parties in the chain to all join hands and make this happen. All right. Do you see AI playing a role here, natural language processing, machine learning? Where does that have a role? It certainly does. And again, I think the one difference I personally would see in the private capital space is you don't have the high volume of similar transactions that you do have in the public space. So there is definitely things that are repetitive where AI can play a part. I think as an industry, we're still working through where that's going to be the case. I think a lot of people are working that through for themselves, that AI yeah. is getting a little, little scary in some cases. Completely agree. Completely agree. And I think for us, data security has to be at the heart of everything that we do. So I don't think you're going to see us taking any risks with client data until we're absolutely certain that we are comfortable, that we're not going to be letting bad actors into our data sets. Right. In a recent article for Northern Trust that you wrote, you said, while multiple technologies are available to help digitize private equity assets, the future of the industry is one where assets are issued digitally. Talk to me about that. Explain the difference. So I think as the private capital space becomes more the norm, I do think there will be more assets that are listed and are available via exchanges. And I think that will open up the digitization of the asset class. I think, again, a bit like AI, we're watching this space as everybody else is. And what we can't do is sit on our hands and just wait for things to happen. So I do think we're finding solutions right now that may not be the end goal, but move us further towards digitization. And then as the industry evolves, we will then take further steps collectively. But um, right now, and I think I said this right at the beginning of the session, there's no one size fits all that suits every LP and every GP. And, you know, what clients and their investors don't want to do is have multiple solutions, depending on who they're using in whatever domicile. So I do think right now it's a very difficult picture to be definitive as to what things will look like in three years, five years time. You know, we're really watching and observing, but also making sure that we do make year on year improvements as we move away from inefficient processes. Do you see the shift going, as you said, little baby steps and then suddenly, boom, everything comes together? Or is it 
is it going to constantly be a slow process that we're always building on? So, so I don't know if it's a slow process, but I do think the always building analogy is absolutely what will happen. And again, if you look at our industry, every time we solve a problem, a new one is created. <laughs> Clients find something else to invest in that we had, hadn't previously considered. Regulators ask for more data or, or impose new rules that we have to adhere to. So, you know, one of the things I, I find fascinating about asset servicing is you can guarantee that what we're doing today will not be what we're doing in two years, five years time. So I don't think there's ever going to be that big bang, we're done, we're fixed, everything's perfect. It's going to be bite-sized improvements. And some of those improvements will work for some clients and some won't. So you have to be flexible. And also keeping in mind that there isn't a level playing field from a regulatory perspective across countries. So there are always going to be some things that you have to do in one domicile that necess don't necessarily work in another country. So this is not a one size fits all domicile or one size fits all client arena that we're playing in. Private asset tokenization. What drawbacks do you see there? So I'm not sure I see drawbacks, but what I don't see yet is a clear path of how that's going to work across the industry. So for me, that's very much on the watch list rather than the must do right now list. Where do you see that maybe over the next five years? Where do you see it taking the industry? Technology has moved forward so much in the last five years. I, I'm nervous even making a prediction as to what the next five years is, is going to look like because three or four years ago, everyone was predicting that blockchain was going to change everything. And, and the reality is that it has changed some things, but it hasn't changed to the extent that we may be predicted. And I think the use of data warehouses, more API connectivity, which is a lot easier to do than it was five years ago, has probably overtaken some of the, the kind of other initiatives that we thought would feature in this industry. So I think it's really, really difficult to take a five-year view. And, you know, maybe I'm just conservative and boring, but I'm taking a one, two-year view right now. Well, that may be all you need because things, as you were saying, are going to continue to build on each other. So one Absolutely. to two years sounds, sounds reasonable to me. But as we wrap this up, Clive, what's a final thought that you want private equity firms to keep in mind so they can move their organizations faster forward by embracing the digitization of private equity data and the tokenization of private assets? So I think, you know, my message would be choose the right set of providers who can not only service you today, but do have a vision for the future but also have the ability to flex and try things out. And there may be processes that we try and digitize or automate now, and it doesn't work. And we have to go time out and then move again in a couple of years time. But I think that partnership between organizations is really, really important. So I think, you know, for me, the key message is choose the right partner who is going to be able to move with you as you move down that technology journey 
acknowledging that not everybody is going to go at the same pace. Thank you, Clive, for joining us today to discuss the digitization of private equity data and the opportunity that lies ahead in the tokenization of private assets. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Subscribe to Faster Forward from your favorite podcast app to be automatically notified of new episodes. This audio podcast is being provided for informational and educational purposes only and is not meant to be taken as investment advice or a recommendation of any specific investment product or strategy. The information does not take your financial situation, investment objective, or risk tolerance into consideration. Listeners, including professionals, should under no circumstances rely upon this information as a substitute for their own research or for obtaining specific legal, investment, accounting, or tax advice from their own counsel. Northern Trust Corporation, Head Office 50 South LaSalle Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60603. USA Incorporated with limited liability in the U.S. 